bang. We're just we're right back. We're here with Trent Jeffrey. He's back, the man himself. How you going, mate? Not bad. He got a knee in the throat while playing against Parramatta, the fucking dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. He still got you know try first time to touch the ball. So yeah, still yeah. tore it up. Man. Still tore it up. Yeah, it sounds like Darren Lockie out, but can play like him also. So exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> he looks a bit better than Darren Lockie. I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. We're we're looking at the Olympia. We're here with Gus Young. He's going to be in the Olympia sooner or later. But these guys are in prime everything, prime physique, prime mindset, everything like that. I think it's incredible how just at this table alone, we have three different mindsets and we're all very, very dedicated to our craft. And I think one of the things that gets me is when Gus talks, it sounds like he's reading from an ancient scripture where he's just so deep into it. It's just like you wouldn't believe that he's just like, it's just his aura, his being. Um, and you got Trent, who's just a genuine, like he is the pinnacle of his craft and he literally throws it on cruise control. He's like, yep, I just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I really, I'm really enjoying this already, but we were yeah. talking about him before you show up, Trent. He, he is something else, that bloke. Yeah, he is the future. Yeah. He is. How just, just look at that X-frame, man, from top to bottom, just balanced, proportionate. You know, the vastus lateralis ties in as well, straight to the hip. Look. From the kneecap straight to the hip, that vastus lateralis creates a sweep, as well as the X-frame. Look at the delts as well, and how they tie into his chest, man. That's ridiculous. He's got a very sharp haircut too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See how like we all point out different things. Oh, see, do you see that like That's Brian Shaw. He was the four-time world's strongest man. And you know what's funny? Those guys don't give a shit what they look like. They just pick up insane amounts of weight. And fun fact, he literally can pick up a, like one of Fiat, like one of those like mini cars, put two straps on it over his shoulders and walk it down the street. And he looks like he just got cut out of a rock. But like you guys look like, you guys look like you can pick up Mount Everest, but like- Yeah, no, we're no, nowhere no. near as strong as him, man. Like, is it, so is it like, do you, the biggie, so Ronnie Coleman lifted a lot of heavy weights. Yeah, he's very very strong. Is it more common for you guys to lift a moderate weight for more reps? That that is true. It's true. But man, Ronnie, you, you, no one else can compare themselves to Ronnie Coleman. Like he no, is he is a genetic freak. That's, that's terrifying. That's a that's a one in a million. Like that is just insane to have that size of muscle and be yeah. able to deadlift eight hundred pounds for three lap, for three reps. You know, three weeks out from the Olympia. You know, that's just that's just unheard of. That is insane. So I mean to compare yourself to Ronnie Coleman is ridiculous, but in saying that, yeah, that we do use the um we do use a heavy load, but like it's more of a moderate load in order to really feel the contraction and the muscle working through that load. So um getting as much blood as you can into that muscle is is that's all a um like that's all bodybuilder focuses on because blood flow equals nutrient flow, which you know inherently equals uh, growth. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, man, like, yeah, that's it's kind of whole gist of it. But yeah, you know, you do go heavy every now and then. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't get as much blood flowing in there as the uh, more remote. Mm, I see. With, uh, higher rep. So, I see. I see. There you go. I think I like how you I like how bodybuilders train with the weights and stuff. Do you train more endurance than anything else? Oh, sort of. It's really sport specific, though, mate. Um, you know, because at the end of the day, we're not trying to look like them. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. We. It's all just about um, putting your body in the best position 
uh, to be able to take the load that the game has. Yeah, right. It, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah, like, I'll train in the gym, we'll train in the gym, but it's very power-specific, uh, and then it's really, it's a lot of prehab more than most, mate. Mm. It's um, prehabilitating a lot of your body just uh, so you're not getting injured as much, mate. Yeah, yeah. right. Because you, you got knees, shoulders, all those ball and sock joints, you don't want to fuck them up. But you know what's funny? He's talking about a prehab. You guys would be in the same fucking boat because you guys are walking around tenders and everything out. <laughs> you look like a balancing act, like if I sneeze today, it's over. <laughs> oh, well, you know, to some extent, I mean, obviously, how often do you see a bodybuilder run? <laughs> True. So they're, saw, they're, yeah. they're, they're not doing any of that stuff. No, no. You know, and, um, so you do take precautionary measures and obviously get massaged, you do tissue and whatever else, but your stretch here and there, like yeah. mobility is key, especially if you want to work through a full range of motion. Yes, yeah, like yeah, yeah. To really get as much stretch and as emphasize, um, you know, the stretch in the muscle as much as you can. But, yeah, um, yeah it's not to the extent that the yeah. rugby league players go. So, yeah, well, like, they're still there. Yeah, well, in that case, how do you say so you uh, say you take a loss at Olympia? You get to Olympia, yeah, you yeah. get to number two. How do you take that loss? I think, I think it's important to understand how you lost and where you lost so obviously you look for feedback at the judges yeah and then it really it's just really just a matter of going back and assessing yeah. what you what you thought you could have brought better mm-hmm. where you thought you could have gone wrong mm-hmm. and then improve from that you know work mm-hmm. on that and then i think nine times out of ten bodybuilders just go oh fuck i lost man i'm just up to drugs or i'm up mm-hmm. get up the food and up to get just get big man I'll just get big but i think it's important to Really find out where you went wrong. Yeah. Look, pinpoint that, and, and then and then continue to work on that. But you know, if the judges say you need to get big, get big. Yeah. If the judges say you know just slim down, slim down. But obviously, there's not one specific thing that where you lose, you're like, oh my god, I lost because of that. But if there is, like, you work on that. But yeah. I think bodybuilding is a subjective sport, and it's hard to compare yourself to anyone else. Like, oh, I lost because this guy. You know, I think it's just a matter of coming in each year wanting to better that physique that you brought mm. to the stage the previous year. And I'm pretty sure if you do that, then you didn't lose, no, you won. No, okay. Uh, whether, yeah. whether whether you've got the trophy around your neck or, or, not. or yeah. the medal, you know, if you beat your previous self, your previous form, then that's you won. That's a win. Then. Yeah, it's another win. Yeah. So. And now on to you. And you have a different situation. You have a whole team of guys out there. You get to the grand final and you take the loss. Now everyone blames the halfback. How do you take that loss? Okay. Um, oh, look, man, I think at the end of the day, mate, like when I'm in a game of footy, right, before I play, I sort of try and think of um, sort of opportunity over outcome, mate. Right, okay. So when I was younger, right, or even a little bit a couple of years ago, I'd really be stressing about the outcome and – I didn't want to lose and let my teammates down. And I thought, yeah. I've done all this training, you know, like I've done all this training. It can't be for nothing. It's got to be to win. Yes. Um, but then after I went through my knee injury, uh, at the time it was horrible. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. But going through that injury at such a young age and being able to come back from it, what it does gives you different perspective. And so when I walk out on the field now, I heard Connor Watson talk about it as well. You just try and smile, you know, like 
I've done all the hard work. I've done all the hours of training for this. Yeah, you're you know? grateful to be there. Yeah, I'm grateful yeah. to be there. And the op- the outcome, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Win or lose or draw. Right. I, as long as I know that I've put myself in the best position to win, then I can walk off the field knowing that wow. I've given it all. Like, obviously, you got to assess and evaluate. If I lose, you know, or even if I win, I'll look at the video footage and assess. Yeah. Um, what I did wrong, what I can do better, and how I can get better. Mm. But I think, yeah, for me, it sort of is not clear cut as yes. that yeah. I don't sort of see as it's not a win or a loss in a sense because mm. you've got the next game to get better. Right. If it was the grand final in a sense, then yeah, you'd be pretty gutted. Mm. But you know, it's a bit cliche. There's always next year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I like how you both go around, assess who, like go back, assess, yeah, yeah, evaluate, yeah. look at backtrack. It's just like because you see like guys who lose Olympia, they go off the fucking rails, and then you see guys who lose like you know the grand final in the NRL, they go off the fucking rails. But the both of you had the same answer, which is like, look, at the end of the day, like we got ourselves to there. You know, we can get ourselves there again. Like, yeah, it's not the end yeah, of the world. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I so, do. Yeah. I do. I do second what Trent said. Actually, that's yeah. like that's good. Like, mine is probably more goal orientated mm. and a more specific outcome of what he's training for. But yeah. I do second it with the you're just grateful to be out there. Yeah, you've put in all this time. You've put in all this effort, and to some extent, you are just grateful to stand up there and show your package yeah. to what to the people. You know what you and what you've brought. Yeah, but. Yeah, obviously you love the you love the end result, but I think the grind is what really sets me off a little bit. Like yeah. it's like yeah, I like I yeah. like working towards something. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of it ties in similar to rugby league with that, but like it's completely different. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Or, or and you know, speaking of what you said, you can also be like, like take Jay Cutler for example, loses the um, two thousand eight Olympia to Dexter Jackson. Yeah. Everyone writes him off. He's like, nah, he's soft, he's done, he's not coming back. Yeah. Come back the following year in 2009 and gets a perfect score. Man, that, that's that's the quad stop year. That's, that's oh, regarded really? as one of the regarded as one of the best Olympics of all time. I've seen that, it's terrifying. Yeah. And, and continues to win, I think, two two or three more Olympias after that. Wow. And, you know, finishes are the pinnacle of the sport. And I think it just goes to show that, you know, if you lose, you're like, oh, yeah. Fuck this, or you can go. You know what? Yeah, let's yeah. work harder, and that's. I think. I think that's where you're coming from, and I, I do agree with that also. Yeah, like one of the things I had is <clears throat> a big problem where, like, I think it was like my sort of anxiety and depression sort of started when I was really, really heavy and I was playing rugby league. Yeah, I was in such an amazing team with like Trent and all these other guys who would just take us to the grand final yeah. and take us to these things. And I've got trophies up here. And there's only one up there that I actually earned. Yeah. The rest yeah, of them yeah, I was yeah. just fucking brought along with. And I think the, the thing is, like, the thing is with guys, like, who don't put in the work and get and get given those opportunities. And then, like, so we, we lost the grand final. We lost yeah. the one year in the grand final. Everyone's crying. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the fuck's wrong? Because I couldn't understand because I wasn't working hard. I didn't do anything yeah, to yeah, deserve yeah. this opportunity. Yeah, right. I didn't yeah, understand yeah, yeah. what was going on. Was I was dancing to Sweet Caroline. I was right. dancing to Sweet Caroline. Because to me, I didn't comprehend. And then I started losing weight. And then I started working out. And then I started looking at Oh, shit. Like these guys are breaking their backs yeah. for this opportunity. And I'm there 
shaking my tits to squeeze at Caroline. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? You know what I mean? But at yeah, the time, yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah. you get dragged to these kind of things. And then there's other guys in the team who I think also were dragged along. Like, not saying they weren't like talented, but they were dragged along. Mm. And like, when we got to those situations, um, you could see who the real best players were, and it was yeah. a very clear cut. Like, it was yeah, a game yeah, we yeah. went to Valconan, and as we were in Valconan, it was raining, pissing down rain, mud everywhere. And in the middle of the game, everyone's dying. Like, <gasps> Trent gets an intercept, that motherfucker runs the whole field, whole fucking field through yeah. this mud and shit. He runs yeah, the whole man. field and he dives, and he gets up, and everyone's celebrating. He goes, Hey, job's not done. Yeah. And he just goes back. Well, what the? Fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and we won the game, but it was just like he didn't have any sort of like you know finish line in sight. He was like, "Hey, until that whistle, three whistles go, we're yeah. going to the death." Like, yeah, it was yeah, insane. yeah. Like, that's I love, I love that about his mentality. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. But that's yeah. we would like we were talking about spirit animals. That motherfucker is an eagle. You know what I mean? They just, just keep flying, man. He's just like keep he's flying. He scours <laughs> the ocean, sees the littlest like fish like just like a little tatter in the water bang yeah he's got yeah, it yeah, it's yeah. like fuck like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it's the same sort of thing going on. Analogy. it is because because like yeah, I, I think that's he won't say he's too humble. oh he's too humble but, uh, that's uh, that's pretty spot on yeah. it is because because <laughs> it's like because if you're like two examples his position is the hardest on the field a halfback only gets like a couple of seconds of opportunity or else they're fucked and like yeah. you see it in the nrl all the time they have like i think they say it's like five seconds it's like five seconds of genuine like space and time i could be wrong because that is that's what they say but i'm gonna ask the halfback himself. Yeah, uh, I, you, I think that's a yeah, safe yeah. bet. To go if with you the see a line running at you, how many seconds do you have before you got to make a call? What do you mean? Like, like it's all right. So right, it's play. You know, third play. You're on their twenty meters line. Twenty meter line. Yeah. You've got them running at you. What's going through your mind at that point? Not much, really. Yeah. <laughs> you've just um, been there so often. You're just like, oh, it's another Tuesday. <laughs> no, I think um, without getting too into it, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think, like, sitting back watching the game. If I analyze the game, right, I can count the average play at full speed. Yeah. The average play the ball speed in the NRL is about four seconds. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Three second play the ball. That's a quick play the ball. You're going. You're ahead in space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Five second play the ball. That's a bit slow. So you're just looking to reload, get a tip on, or you know, get a leg tackle and get a quick play the ball. Get that right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. In a game, obviously, you don't have enough time to peek out in the play the ball speed and think of that. So yeah. It's a lot of instinct and it's a yeah, lot of repetition uh, okay. and in training and that. So I think obviously, oh, I'm gonna have a shade call before I get the ball. Yeah, get the ball, man, and just pretty much just run and just go as fast as I can at the defender. And really, I love I love listening to him talk because <laughs> know. he knows his shit, he bro. He does. It's, it's, it's insane. really insane. So say if I'm running flat out here, yeah. What I'm trying to do is any insecurities that you two have in the defense. So I'm going to sprint at you, hoping that he doesn't trust you, so he comes in, yeah. Space, yeah, and yeah, yeah, space yeah. out wide. Yes, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna head straight at you. If he over trusts you, 
then I've got you beat and I can just go take his space in that too. So it's pretty much just running a defender wow. and waiting for the defender to see the it's, side of him to make pretty, a decision. It's beautiful because <laughs> what he's doing, he's just playing He's just playing chicken with motherfuckers. He's just like, like oh, you, you think you can beat me? Oh, okay, that's fine. No, 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 just you. That's great. You're fucked. Oh, you yeah, need, you need yeah. a mate? You need a mate? Uh, and you're fucked again. There's no <laughs> way you're winning this equation. It just doesn't matter what you do. To the, to the, to the average person, like what, what I do to them seems like, oh, holy fuck, you know, he works so hard, he eats, eats, eats nothing or eats so much and trains so hard. But mm. to them, it's it's hard. But I find that harder. Oh, yes. I find that way harder. You know, you're moving at fucking who knows how fast at mm. one person. And you you got to think of this all this one time. But if that doesn't that doesn't play out, I'm going to go this way. If that doesn't play out, then that play's dead and mm. we're going to move on. And yeah, especially when the clock's running low, you got, you know, scores tied up now. Honestly, that's probably the harder job. Like, listen, I get fled five or six times a day. All I got to do is just bust my ass in the gym. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But with that, he's yeah, going to – well, it's a whole whole different ball game, man. I, and I, I commend you with it. It's fucking ridiculous, it's man. It's like, in his DNA. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, rugby league <laughs> – rugby league has been around for – like, when, they, when Australia started rugby league, when they started, I think, what was it? The Rabbitohs in 1908, I think. I could be wrong, but I think they were yeah, 1908. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The time they got to the 80s, they had 80 years to perfect that game. Okay, now over the time, everyone who was playing rugby league at school and stuff, you know, over time, over time, over time. Yeah. When a guy like Trent comes in, who has just this DNA of just, and it's in, like you said, it's like an instinct to him. He doesn't have to think about it. It's just he's like, yeah, and like, that's crazy. But this, yes, to us, it's like, how the fuck are you doing all these things? But then on the flip side of the coin, we look at you and you're like, hey, well, hold on. <laughs> that's not just working in the gym, dude. You're doing something else. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Like, because your instincts are completely different again. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you, to us, we're like, do I just keep doing reps and shit? I don't have enough drive. And I was like, and you're sitting there like, I fucking love this shit. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I did 20 more reps. Yeah, 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 man. I, I, <laughs> I think that's, I love the monotony of it, but and I love the I love the repetition of, fuck, I got to beat last week's numbers. Or, mm. or uh, like, I got to keep dying because I want to get shredded. Yeah. Mm. I, I want to bring the best package that I can to the stage. It's all, it's all just the, it's a very Spartan lifestyle. Very, very oh, regimented. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's 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 what I appreciate about it because that's where I feel like I thrive. Especially when I was playing rugby league, I was probably too regimented with it. You know? Yeah, because you and, love that, and, shit. and that was yeah. probably it was probably a detriment to my performances on the weekend where I didn't play well. Uh, and then eventually, when I got told no from the Raiders, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can finally do something that I want to do." Yeah. Which is it was almost like a bit of sleep release. And you're like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I can do what I want." Like you know, that, yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. And I think I, I do fall in love with the process of things, especially with my contest prep. I just wanted to see how far I could push things and mm-hmm. you know, how shredded could I get, how how much muscle can I retain, and and then now in the off season now, so fuck it, man. How how big can I get? Mm-hmm. How how many meals can I eat? How heavy can I lift? How many meals can you eat, dude? Four thousand. Seen what you eat? You can just keep going. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's no, it's pretty, it's pretty legit, man. But um, it's it's yeah, I enjoy this Spartan lifestyle of it. I mean, mm, doubt that. I just yeah, it's, it's almost it's just the repetition of it and the consistency of it. Yeah, because what, and that and that's where most people fail, but that's where I, I thrive. Different people, different genes, different mindsets. I think that's insane. I think. Like our human histories, like because like all our families are guaranteed from different places. I yeah. think all of them 
like th- that's what drives me crazy. Like, they're all from Earth, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they all they all they all come from these different walks of life. But I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But I think that's what makes it interesting. Is like because what I lack, you've got. What you lack, he's got. And then it yeah, just keeps yeah, going it's, around it's the circles. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because like then you go way back when you look at it like you know, like like it's a very Spartan lifestyle. Very man. The amount of percentage of people who have um spartan like um mentality or like spartan genes even in them is like such a high percentage that like to have their mentality is like it's a blessing because like you can have the genes but you have to have that same mindset that's 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 true yeah that's true you know like and it's ridiculous because like well to the untrained eye it is but to me it's just a normal life (laughs) i'll ask you the question so it sort of fits in is an athlete's mindset is an athlete born with that mindset? Like, is an athlete born, or are they made by the environment that's around them? Made. They're hundred percent. They're created by that environment that they're in. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. How come you see some people say in a certain situation? Yeah, right? this is interesting. Right? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're in a situation like I don't know, grow up poor or whatnot, mm-hmm. how come you see some people go the athlete go the way to be successful, but you see some people go the other way? Is that they like, have the exact same environment. Shit, they yeah, I mean, listen, that's actually true. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think I think the it's word, all about perspective. Yeah, perspective, perspective and shit like that. But I think the one that gets me with that is, is, you have outliers in every situation. But also, but also, I think it's like, say, all right, they're in the exact same situation. Let's say they're in the same street. Now, in that street, everyone's poor. Put them in the same house. They're right, in the same house. All right, they're brothers. They're yeah. brothers at this point. In the same house, yeah. same place, same time. They're in a shit situation. They can't read. They can't write. Okay, one of them goes, "Oh man, like the guy down the street selling drugs. Oh, I'm gonna make some money. Like, oh, fuck, what am I gonna? Maybe I'll just go work for him. Right? He's making a lot of money. I'll just do that. It's easy. It's easy, right?" The younger brother's looking around. He goes, "I don't want to sell drugs. Like, oh, what am I gonna do? I can't read. I can't write. I can't, I can't talk to anybody. There's no one here. Fuck, do I do? Fuck, do I do? He has to get his anger out some way." And starts doing push ups, or maybe just goes out and he finds this, like, you know, run down, like, shopping trolley with, like, these bags in it, like, full of shit. And he starts punching these bags. He's like, fuck, I got him anger out some way. Yeah. You know, I think society, if you look at it, pushes you the way you want to lean. So if you take the easier route, it'll push you down that road. You'll go, oh, you want to, you want to take the easier life here. At least uh, I actually do agree with that. Yeah, because if it takes you the hard way, just if you go the hard way, somehow or some way, it shows you what to do. And yeah. like you go and you're like, you're at the end of your wit, you're like, fuck, this is the end. I'm not going to have no idea what I'm going to do. And I remember there's a story about that. David Goggins talks about a kid who was in New York and he lived near the Hudson River and he didn't know what to do with his life. And he goes, I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of everything. I can't read. I can't write nothing. He said, I'm going to end my life. I'm going to jump in the Hudson River. Jumps in the Hudson River and he can naturally swim. He had no idea he could actually Shit. swim. He swam across it. And then every day he started swimming over the Hudson River. And one day they come down and say, what are you doing? He goes, I, I just swim now. I'm just a swimmer. That same kid went into the Baltimore Swimming Academy and went on and nearly made it to the Olympics. Shit. Like, because I think, like, I think there's like a point where you get to the end of your wit and like there's something inside yeah. you that goes, here's the answer. So do you reckon athletes are made or they're created or born? I don't think they're born. I really don't. I don't think they're born. But looking at that mindset, you, there, you, two you, brothers, you use same, that example, same house. Yeah. You, you, you use that example. And I do see what you're saying because it, it does happen in my family. Mm. My brother is a gifted football player. Yeah. 
honestly, if he put his head down and worked, like he's only 13 years old now. Wow. If he put his head down and worked for the next four years, it would earn him, like, yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd, he'd turn out like it'd yeah. earn him a spot in the FC ball side. Who knows? He could get a contract if he continued to work. Yeah. But he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. I don't think I've heard this before. Yeah, so, and on. so, but someone where is me, I've knocked on the door how many times, man, and, yeah. no, and no one's answered. No. And so eventually I just got fed up and I'm, now I'm doing my own thing and I'm continuously working because I'm just, I, I do think they are. They're born to extent. They're, yeah. To some extent, it, there's, there's, there's a little spark yeah. and they're born with that little spark and it's just a matter of tapping into that spark. Here's, here's a question. Here's, I want to rephrase yours. Okay, there's a there's an old saying. So it's, um, do we think talented people are better off or worse off? Because it's more often that you see a lazy, talented person and not a lazy, driven person. Because yeah. Gus is like you just said, he's knocking on the door, no one's there. Your brother's very talented, right? Very talented, but you think he's not lazy, but he's also like he just has to put his head in the same gear okay. as yours. I'll tell you what my thing, my thinking on that is, mate. So. You're here to saying uh, hard work beats talent. Yeah, it doesn't tell what was there. Yeah. What my thinking process around that is, is that hard work doesn't beat talent, it creates talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fuck, man. Hit me with a left jab just saying, oh, fuck. At the end of the day, mate, let's use basketball as an example. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, if you're a naturally talented player, right, and you're gonna hit twenty points in a game, I don't know if that's good or not. It's basketball. pretty good, yeah. yeah. Come on. Righty. You don't have to work hard to get that. You've got that talent, okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Righty. The bloke next to you that can't sink a shot, right? He's not gonna hit as many shots as you, yeah. Yeah. But if he goes and he works and he works on his jump shot, and he gets five points in the next game. 10 points, 15 yeah, points, yeah, yeah. 20 points. He's created that talent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's not about, because at the end of the day, I think talent gets undermined in that, oh, yeah, talent's only going to get you so far. Yes. Talent's the reason that you do everything. Mm. You know what I mean? Everyone has a purpose, and you follow your purpose because of what you're talented at. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go and be a bodybuilder and think, oh yeah, just just wake up one day and want to be a bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that, I'm not talented at that. Yes. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I do, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Give you, yeah. But, like, example, like, I don't know, if I wanted to do, yeah, footy, for example, right? Hmm. Yeah, I've got certain talent at that. But I've got to work hard to unlock that talent. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I and think he's probably not got that talent in footy. No. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. matter how hard he works. It's the wrong thing for him. Yeah. you got to do the thing yeah. that's right for I do, you. I do. I do. Now yeah. I Because, you know, yeah. he just said, without directly saying it, the story of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan in high school was cut from his basketball team. Okay? He was very talented, but he was cut because he was lazy. And then he went out, he developed and developed and developed and developed. And then all the, automatically, we know the story. <laughs> we, just, we know the story of Michael Jordan, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he started with the same thing. He said, Mike, look, you might be talented, but you're lazy, bro. Did he play in the NFL? <laughs> 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 he could have. No, he played. No, he, he was a little man. 
few is, but yeah, no. But yeah, that's the inverted story of Michael Jordan. And you were just like, oh, yeah. So, but I think, I think, it, yeah, it, this is the kind of stuff I want to get into. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff. The, the mentality. The mentality of the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. I think, I, I hate the word spirit animal because it sounds like a heebie jeebie word. But I think, I, like, a spirit animal is someone that you can sort of, and then, like, traits of yourself in. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, very, okay, very, very vague. Like, it's like, yeah. you know, you have, like, yeah. mist on the mirror. It's not, like, a very big thing. Yeah. But, like, I think it's funny because, like, like what time did you wake up this morning? Uh, five o'clock. What time did you wake up? <laughs> Eight o'clock. Six o'clock. Yeah. Like when all but all I did was push ups on the knuckles and all I did was like, you know, just like those like little weights over there. Like, you know, nothing huge. Oh shit. I just have eight kilo weights just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me. You're still getting up and doing something. Yeah. I think that's it's the intention behind it. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna brush your ass a bit too properly. See. See? (laughs) This is that fire. It's like because everyone's at like a different level. I when I'm in the gym, I put put kerosene on a fire. That's the time where I just like squirt it in and boof. I'll tell you what. Uh going off the mindset stuff from that. Um so you look at all these scientific studies, right? Mm. Eight hours sleep. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much of a scientist you are and how much research you do into this eight hours sleep or the recovery and that you can't research into someone's mind and what makes them mm. tick and what see in sport i don't care what anyone says it's 80 percent in your mind right yeah. if yeah, i'm playing footy for example right and i think i can get through that gap nine times out of ten i'm going to get through that gap when i have those doubts that i can't get through that gap you're not getting through, I'm not that, getting through you're that gap. what gives me the confidence that i can get through those gaps is the five o'clock wake up and go for the yeah, job. Wow. It mm. probably doesn't have any physical benefits. Yeah. But it's the mindset that it Yeah. Mindset, I do a second with that hundred percent. That's, that's um Yeah, like I had the same thing going on. This is like no sport included. But we had to go to the formal photos. Okay, and I went there only ten and I was like 180 kilos. I was terrified. Everyone was looking at me and I was sweating through the shirt. It wasn't even like I didn't even do anything that day. It was just hot. Like not even hot. It was just moderately temperate. I was really fat. Yeah. I walked in and I was like terrified. When I walked back there for the year 12 photos, it was the exact same situation where I was like, hey, look, I've done all this stuff. I can walk around happily. Like, no one's going to get mad at me. Like, 